0: Please check the description for a link to paper copies of the books featured and upcoming as well as links to other products that will help support this podcast. Thanks for being awesome. The Bitcoin Standard Written by Saifudin Amus Performed by James Foley. Forward by Nassim Nicholas Taleb. Let us follow the logic of things from the beginning, or rather, from the end, modern times. We are, as I am writing these lines, witnessing a complete riot against some class of experts in domains that are too difficult for us to understand, such as macroeconomic reality, and in which not only is the expert not an expert, but he doesn't know it. That previous Federal Reserve bosses Greenspan and Bernanke had little grasp of empirical reality is something we only discovered too late. One can macro BS longer than micro BS, which is why we need to be careful of whom to endow with centralized macro decisions. What makes it worse is that all central banks operated under the same model, making it a perfect monoculture. In complex domains, Expertise doesn't concentrate. Under organic reality, things work in a distributed way, as F.A. Hayek has convincingly demonstrated. But Hayek used the notion of distributed knowledge. Well, it looks like we do not even need the knowledge part for things to work well. Nor do we need individual rationality. All we need is structure. It doesn't mean all participants have a democratic share in decisions. One motivated participant can disproportionately move the needle, what I have studied as the asymmetry of the minority rule. But every participant has the option to be that player. Somehow, under scale transformation, a miraculous effect emerges. Rational markets do not require any individual trader to be rational. In fact, they work well under zero intelligence, A zero-intelligence crowd, under the right design, works better than a Soviet-style management composed of maximally intelligent humans. Which is why Bitcoin is an excellent idea. It fulfills the needs of the complex system, not because it is a cryptocurrency, but precisely because it has no owner, no authority that can decide on its fate. It is owned by the crowd, its users and it now has a track record of several years, enough for it to be an animal in its own right. For other cryptocurrencies to compete, they need to have such a Hayekian property. Bitcoin is a currency without a government. But one may ask, didn't we have gold, silver, and other metals, another class of currencies without a government? Not quite. When you trade gold, You trade loco Hong Kong and end up receiving a claim on a stock there, which you might need to move to New Jersey. Banks control the custodian game, and governments control banks. Or rather, bankers and government officials are, to be polite, tight together. So Bitcoin has a huge advantage over gold and transactions. Clearance does not require a specific custodian. No government can control what code you have in your head. Finally, Bitcoin will go through hiccups. It may fail, but then it will be easily reinvented as we now know how it works. In its present state, it may not be convenient for transactions, not good enough to buy your decaffeinated espresso macchiato at your local virtue-signaling coffee chain, it may be too volatile to be a currency for now, but it is the first organic currency. But its mere existence is an insurance policy that will remind governments that the last object the establishment could control, namely, the currency, is no longer their monopoly. This gives us, the crowd, an insurance policy against a Norwellian future. Nassim Nicholas Talib, January 22, 2018